Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Apparently, sleepovers can be a contentious parenting topic. I never would have guessed this until I became the parent of school-aged kids. Because I remember hearing about this a few years ago, and I was like, I don't get it. And now that our kids are in school, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Did you, I don't think we're doing sleepovers. Let me ask you this. Did you? Uh, how old were you when you started doing sleepovers as a kid? I was probably in kindergarten or first grade, and it was... Once I started, I remember my very first sleepover. I got homesick and went home. That that's I, I could totally see that happening to our kids. Yeah, so that was my very first sleepover, yeah. and it was there's a little childhood trauma surrounding that, but I won't go into that today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but once I once I started staying at friends' house that I was really comfortable with, yeah, I did sleepovers all the time. Really, all the time. And like, what, what age were you when you began to feel comfortable enough doing that? I think like first grade and it was, it was a friend that I had been friends with since I was a little, little toddler. Um, and we stayed friends. We're still friends. Do do you remember the sleepovers? Oh yeah. What did you do? Stupid stuff. Like what? We read teen magazines. Sure. And looked at Delia's catalogs and watched cable TV. I didn't have cable. So like when we got to watch music videos, it was a big deal. Yeah. Um, But then there were, when we got older, there were sleepovers that were uh, less um, pure, I would say. Like we were in tents in backyards and boys would come over. Yeah. Right. There was, then we got a little bit older and then there was beer. Sure you know, that somebody would smuggle in in their duffel bag and the parents would go to sleep. I mean, there, right. yeah, I we know. were, yeah. we were very naughty. Yeah. I, the reason I bring that up is I, first of all, myself, I, I think, I don't think I did that until I was, you know, probably in my middle grade school, mm-hmm. you know, probably around that third, fourth, fifth, maybe fifth grade, somewhere around there. But anyways, uh, we didn't, we didn't get into, anything crazy until like you said when you got a little bit older it was when I, I remember being like uh 15 16 and being like i'm just gonna stay at jay's house tonight and then that was because oh we're going to a hockey game and then mm-hmm. we're going out and we're going to a party after oh yeah we did that type of stuff and you right? knew whose parents would either stay asleep when you got home right or would not be home themselves you know the you, yeah, oh, I you know. knew which yeah. which parents' houses were a little more flexible. The, the point I'm I'm making here is I, I think that we you know we were not angels by the way. I mean, uh, the ki- no. kids go through that 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 phase. I did anyways, and I, I want to know, and I think I know the answers to this, right? Because I've I've heard some discussions, but what makes it different today than it was 30 years ago? I think the biggest thing is technology. I agree. I think that's, I think that is the thing. Because, you know, most sleepovers are unsupervised to a point. Even if the parents are home, you're not 
sitting with the kids, like, you know, I know interacting, I know. Yeah, like right. they're, they're off, they're doing their own thing. And so there's technology, like who, who are they communicating with? What are the limits in the house that they're staying in? Are there any, you know, like right. you, you don't know. They, and they, the, uh, the point I keep hearing that gets brought up is as well as you think, you know, somebody, it takes one simple slip and it, the, I'll, I'll be honest the online thing and the communication with social media and all these chat rooms and all this other stuff scares the crap out of me. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you, you don't turn the news on, right? Because you hear about this stuff all the time and it's just, and I don't know if I'm being overprotective or what, but I don't right right now as I see it, I don't think I'd let Clara do it. Even at she's going to be six here this weekend. No. And I'm like, no, 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 no I don't. For I, sure not at her age. No, no. And I just, and I loved sleepovers. So I, it, it but does. But it's different the now. The nostalgia of it makes me kind of sad because I, right. I do have some great memories from sure. sleepovers. But then I also have some, like there was, there, there was bullying at yeah. sleepovers and there was exclusion. And I think that's pretty standard practice for sleepovers still today. I don't, I, mean, I, I don't know. know. Yeah. I, I have, but, no um, then there's the, the, the bullying and the exclusion online yes. from sleepovers. I've heard that from several people within the schools. That's why they tell you, uh, well, we'll, I know where this, where is, they're yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's these four girls that are having a sleepover and they're sending Snapchats of themselves together to other girls to make them feel left out. Like you weren't invited and that's we're terrible. all together. It's a real thing. That's, I know that's horrible. Yeah. Um, so there's that piece. And then there's, you know, are there older siblings in the house and are they having friends over? Right. Because then you're really casting a wide net. Yes. That is maybe something to really stop and think about. Right. I just, the way that, you know, things have progressed with, with technology it, I'll be honest, it terrifies me. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, I, I just don't trust anybody enough. I don't. Yeah, our oldest has done two sleepovers. And um, it's not, and it's not that they would with intent. No. Right? But I'm, I don't, I, maybe I am paranoid. Maybe I have some issues. Well, I. But I would, I'm like. I think you have to. I have to stop watching the news. Well, that's a thing. <laughs> because it's like. But you have to figure out what you're comfortable with and then just set those boundaries. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like. It was 10. He's in fifth grade and he went to a sleepover with his two best friends. Right. There's three of them. Um, and I know the parents, they're both teachers. Right. Um, That's that, So I felt yeah. comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, but I told him at any point, if you want to come home, call me. Yeah. Like there's no shame. There's no lecture. Nothing. Right. Like right. if you decide at any point that you need to come home. Yep. You cut, you get to come home and yes. there's no embarrassment. There's no, no nothing. No. And he, he did. He loved it. Yeah. He had a great time. And, um, but Claire's going to be six on Saturday. And I would say absolutely not. No. Cause she, sleepover. cause she, I better, I can't say this too loud. Cause she's, no, in, she's, she's, in, the in, she's in the house, but cause she, she kind of brings it up. I, she's, she has this squad of friends, right. And they think they're 30. 
Yeah, they're all coming over here Friday night, right. <laughs> not for a sleepover, no, but for a par- birthday party. But they're in kindergarten, and yeah. they, they think they're teenagers. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm trying to explain to her without making her feel like she's being left out because I don't think any of honestly I think the other parents are in the same boat as us right now because they're all so young. Yeah, and it's and at six. But where where are a they getting these ideas? Sounds like a super fun time until it's midnight and, and you, she wants to and come you home. Miss your mom and dad. Yeah, I know. And that happens. That's not yes. But yeah, there. This is an interesting conversation, and I did. I saw it years ago, and I was well. Like, it's been it's it's been it. hot news lately. But now it's yeah. it's like there's child psychologists and pediatricians and parents that are going viral for yeah taking this stance against sleepovers. And I'm not like sleepovers are the devil and they're awful and they're terrible. But I'm also for our family looking at it like. No. Well, there was a there was I, I I watched a woman who who had posted something on social media, and it went viral without intent. But you know, one of the, some of the rules in her house are no sleepovers, mm-hmm. and she has a uh, her oldest is twelve now and still no cell phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's like, no, I'm no way, not not that, that's not a necessity, right? And and I was like, and there was a lot of parents that pushed back. Right. Sure. It, it became a, a real kind of contentious discussion, but listening to her explain the reasons why, I I kind of understand, and I'd be willing, to, and I know for a fact that a lot of pediatricians mm-hmm. will advise you to wait on the phone as well because not it, well the bullying. It's all the stuff that the you bullying. brought up, right? Yep. It's, that's a big part of it, especially with social media and all these different you know platforms that they have now, and it it there is some. You know, if you think kids were bold with bullying when we were in school, oh, can you imagine how it is now when now. they can hide behind a keyboard? There's, oh my God, I can't even imagine. There is a woman in my family, in my extended family, who is a counselor at a middle school. And I was visiting with her and she said that she spends the majority of her time dealing with online bullying issues. That's crazy to me. Drama from Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. That's spilling into the school day with altercations and arguments and distractions. Right. It's, and I asked her, I said, you know, she has a teenager. And I said, what would be your number one piece of advice, you know, from your chair? And she said, do not get a cell phone. Do not get your kids a cell phone. at what point is it because every child's different? Is there a maturity? Like That's what I, that would be my benchmark. That would be my take. I've seen the pledge like wait till eighth, eighth grade, eighth grade because they're about to go to high school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I get it. I'm, and I'm, again, I'm not taking a stance that I'm uh, against cell phones either because I, I could see that they're a tool for well, communication. Here's some, but it's when you stop using it as a tool that the problems. Well, here's, here's something that I can tell you. We have a 10 soon to be 11 year old who has friends. He's in fifth grade and he brings it up. Yeah. Well, they have phones, right? That some of them have phones, some of them don't, but is what worries me is that I I think some people have probably can, can relate to this when you, uh, walk into a room when they're that age, and they're quick to hit the off button on an iPad or something else, right? And if you get them a, 
a cell phone. Oh yeah, it's that's just something they're going to carry around everywhere. Yeah, and then it's you, I don't I don't know. Is it are they that much different than an iPad? A phone? I mean, it's more discreet. It's literally in your pocket all the time. Right. But they so, can. But on an iPad, they can. They can do all that stuff, right? But you can't text, and you can't. Sure, you can. I can. Te- oh, he doesn't have a phone number. Yeah, no, yeah. he can't text on his iPad. Okay, and he can't download an app without a Cause, password. Because his friends call him. They call him. They, They're just yeah. on like Facebook Kids Messenger, yeah. which I have to approve. Sure, people that want to connect. Right. So it's not a free for all. Yeah. But yeah, they do. They chat on there. Yeah, phones, and you know, I mean, like what. If you're an adult, you, you're familiar with scams and everybody else that tries to contact you with weird messages, yeah. right? Yeah. So the sleep, the sleepovers, and the phones mm-hmm. are two things because of the world that we live in today that really scare me. And then there's the other side of the coin on the sleepover thing. Back to that, like, do do, do you want to be a family that hosts sleepovers? No. Because I don't think I don't think I do, and <laughs> I know it's like there's what, been asking what, about we, that too. Can and we I'm just like, can we just be honest? <laughs> like, I don't really feel, and it's not like I mean, this is a very, we don't drink alcohol, we don't like. There's not, yeah, I it's know. not like it's not a good place to have a sleepover. Like they they would be very safe, right? I'm just like I'm thinking um, about I'm thinking about myself. When it comes oh. to that, right? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to deal with that. I just am like, uh, I don't know. If, not that, like, it's I'm not a lot saying, of responsibility to be in charge of someone else's kids. Yeah, I'm not saying that it won't happen at some point. It will. There's not even a question. We will at some point have their friends over here. It's I not know. It's not going to happen. I mean, I mean, we have, I know kids that, that she already has. And I know their parents. And I'm like, they're the best parents in the world. But still, I'm like, I, I, I think they're on the same page. They're like, no, they're too little yeah, for that. Yeah, we're not ready yet. Yeah. We're not ready yet. But it, I mean, it will, the day will come. But I don't know. I just, you know, it's hard to kind of get It's It's a different time. That and point. so like all of my nostalgia and teen magazine memories from the 90s, it's, it's different now. Right. I mean, it's just, it's different. I mean, think about, you know, I always think like this. I'm like, I'll just use some examples. When I was young and I got into middle school uh, and stuff and, and boys would, uh, we <laughs> like dirty magazines. Oh, got it. I was like, what are <laughs> okay. you tripping on over well, there? Well, no, I'm not sure. I was trying to be. I mean, there was, you know, there was yes. Playboy and Penthouse and some of these other magazines. And if a guy, one of the group would get their hands on one of these. Oh, sure. However, it would get stashed someplace. And then it was always, we're going over to Joe's house. Yep. Right? Okay. That type of thing. But now they- It's in their pocket. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it makes me wonder without asking, I'm like- what prevents any of them from seeing any of that stuff? Because it's so accessible. Yeah. Oh, completely. And I'm like, what? How do you stop that? If you if you have a middle middle schooler or a teenager or even somebody in grade school, a kid that's 10, 11, 12 years old, how how do you prevent that? Well, you have to have conversations. Okay. About- we I had those conversations with my dad going, that'll pollute your mind. Don't look at that trash. I went through all that. You don't think I was the first guy over there looking, going like, let me see that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I mean, that's just, that's human nature. 
right? So I'm just wondering with this, with the internet, mm-hmm. what prevent? I mean, there are, are what I, I don't know. There's got to be some certain locks, or I don't know. Well, it depends on the device. Like, I don't know if on a phone that there are. I don't know either. That's the phone thing for me. I'm like, like I don't. They, you I can don't literally know access that you can, the anarchist cookbook if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I don't think. Right? I'm like, it's just stuff like and I that. I haven't researched, so I I definitely could be wrong, but I don't think there are like par- parental controls on an iPhone. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know how that works, but you know, if if somebody has kids that age and they figured out a way how to properly police that stuff i'd love to know because i know it's it's terrifying i know the the gizmo watch is really popular you can only get that through verizon i think but you could track your kid and where they're at with that thing yeah and they can call you you can program i think like four numbers in it okay for like emergency contact yeah i've seen and then they can call or text you or any of those other numbers right but it's that truly is a tool yeah for communication right Yes. Which there should be more devices like that. It's wild to me that you can only but, get that through one cell phone provider. But can you imagine a bunch of, let's say, 10, 11, 12-year-olds at a sleepover and they've all got cell phones? Look out. No, it's insane. That's that's what scares right. me. Right. We think, had I, YM Magazine and that was the, ooh. Right. Because they talked about boobs. <laughs> right. Or bra, Getting a bra. Or, I mean, <laughs> we would literally, I'm not lying, this is not a joke, not to sound like it's too archaic. Where I grew, well, it is it is out in the middle of nowhere, but we would like tell like scary stories. Oh yeah, like Bigfoot encounters that we had in the woods, which were all made up. Yeah, we would tell Th- scary stories, things too. like that. That was that was always big time, and we, we we couldn't wait. We would play with the Ouija board. Everybody turn the lights off. I got a Bigfoot story. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Did that you ever was play it. Light as a Feather? No. What is Where that? We would tell a scary story, and some, somebody would lay on a, like a cushions on the floor. Yeah, and then you tell the scary story. And you would like, everyone would stick their hands underneath of the girl and they'd lift her up and say, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And then the idea would be that you would get her to levitate and everyone would move their hands. And you would drop her flat on her back. (laughs) Unbelievable. No, yeah, I I just, the sleepover thing, I thought, you know, when when you say it, it sounds like you're being... A, hel- a helicopter parent. It totally but, does. But then when but you the really start time, to think about it, and I know you can't shelter them from everything, and no. they will be exposed to things that are, you know, probably less than and, ideal. And I don't, but. I don't think there. You know, everybody always talks about the age limit. I don't think, I don't think that's a thing because I think every kid matures differently. Definitely. So it's there is no number you can put on it, right? No, I think there could be there could be a kid that's fourteen that's not. Yeah. emotionally equipped for that. I would and there could be a, a one that's eight or nine that is. I don't know. Case by case basis. A kid by kid basis. And you just have to do what feels right for your right. family. It's just... And don't take crap from anybody. I just think about the stuff that it, that we did do at sleepovers and I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you know, I was, I was once the same age as you know, we, the the ten year old boy we have, and I start to, and I start thinking about the things that I was interested in and started to wonder about at that age, and I'm thinking, 
And I didn't discuss any of that with any of my, with either of my parents, right? I just kind of, it was, it was the seventies and eighties. You learned as you go, right? You learned from the, 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 the high school boys in the back of the bus. Oh, I know. That's how you learn. Yeah. Right. All of this stuff. And that, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's how it was. Right. right? Like somebody picked it up from their older cousin. Right. And then shared it at the sleepover. Yeah. And it was just. Like, here's, here's what I know. That's how you all <laughs> learned about all of this stuff, right? And I'm just wondering, I'm like, you know, because nothing ever gets brought up. Those conversations are never had. And I'm like, so what's happening? Well, we've had, I, he and I have had conversations about. Puberty? Yeah. Really? He hates it. He gets very <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You think? It's not. It's, that could it's be a, just. That could just, be an uncomfortable situation. It's just nature. It's normal. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, the sleepover thing, I had no idea the arguments that would ensue online, right? I was like, wow, their people are really, I mean, opinionated about this. I don't so, understand why we need to argue online. But that's, that, that's again, the internet, here we go, right? I know. This is how, and that, bringing up your point about the bullying and everything else, that's. It still happens, even adults do it. It's there. Yeah, it's there, so. But sleepovers, I guess our kids aren't old enough, so I haven't really, we haven't really had to deal with them yet, other than Noah a couple of times uh, with friends of his on a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And then at his dad's, he had a sleepover with the neighbors. Yeah. Right next door. Like literally right, right next, next door. door. Yeah. So, so, but that's it. And I'm like, ah, that's, that's about as that's far as, comfortable as, as I am. I'm willing to go. And again, I, you know, not to sound like I'm com- totally paranoid but when you read the news stories of these kids that get lured out you know with because they don't know who they're actually talking to you could put fake profile pictures and oh, cr- yeah. create a persona it's terrifying yeah, it's it awful. is absolutely terrifying so that's one of the reasons because you know you, you hear the stories about oh they were at a sleepover they were chatting with somebody online they went out sneak out to meet them yeah that type of stuff yep right and you're not there Right. And I don't know if I could ever forgive myself. Yeah. That would be terrifying. No sleepovers for me. <laughs> did I did I instill enough fear? Well, I was already on that <laughs> that path. I just was Well, this woman, I mean, she literally just out of the blue, she was in her car and she was talking about these things and the no sleepover thing, it she it blew up. She's got like seven million views on oh, it now. Geez. And everybody, like you said, very again online, they're pretty adamant about their opinions. So I'm right now at our, at, the, at our kids' age. No, I'm like you said, maybe you know, like, like he has two how like yeah. I think there are three families that I would seriously be seriously cool vetted, right? Yeah, and that's and, that's it. And Clara just like no way. Not only that, but she would be the exact type that at about nine o'clock at we've left her at a friend's house when we've gone out to dinner. But if we come back at like eight thirty or nine, it's like where you guys been? Like, Why you is guys it this were way? gone for a really long time? <laughs> so I'm like, I, like, oh, right away. I knew I was like, she's not even no. remote, even though she thinks she, she I know. And she wanted, can my friends spend the night? Right. Right. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, not at five, not five year olds. <laughs> no, not happening. Uh, All right. Uh, again, it is going to be finally starting to warm up. Before we leave, I have to say this. Walking into the gym the other day, it was mid-30s, and the sun had peaked out right around 11, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. And every year I, 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 I wait for this moment, 
I felt the warm sunshine and it felt different than it does in December and January. It was, it's been really nice. That was, it was that little, and I don't want to use the word spring no. yet, but it felt because it was probably 35, 36. The sun was out. There was some snow melting and dripping, things like that going on. And when I come out of the gym and that sun hit me, I was like, this is a feeling I've been waiting for. It kind of restores your faith in like everything. It really does. It can absolutely turn your oh my god turn was, your mood around. I just I was saying this mantra on Monday when it like really started to get warm. I was like, I know it's not spring, but it still feels really nice. It did. I know it's not spring. Like and, <laughs> trying and, to remind my mind, like right. And looking, don't be sad when it gets cold again. But looking at the extended forecast into the middle of February here. We're looking at about 30, a little above that. Maybe some dips into the mid-20s. But there's some, uh, I don't think it's impossible before long here to be, you know, flirting with that 40. Listen to us. The guys down south would be like, are you crazy? Because I have a friend who lives in, uh, just outside Jacksonville, Florida, and he thinks I'm insane. Here in the Midwest, we call this fool's spring. I know. I know. Where you're a fool if you believe it's spring. But if you recall... Clara's birthday is coming up this weekend, and the year she was born, it was 67 degrees. We threw her in a stroller like a week after bringing her home from the hospital, and we walked downtown. Yep. It was a beautiful, it was close to 70 in sunshine. And it was like that my entire maternity leave with her. I walked every single day. It was beautiful. It was sunny. It was warm. There was no snow. And I remember telling- And it was February. I remember saying, she'll never see this again. And she's, this is her first like moments on earth, right? And she'll never uh, see, you know, 70 degrees in, in early February. Yeah, we came home from the hospital on February 12th with no coats. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Just it was beautiful. Long sleeve shirts. And it, that whole week, because I took a week off as well, and we were both home with her that first week, and it was just beautiful. We it walked. Was. We, we were walked. outside. It was sunshine. Aww. And now we're back to this. She's so tiny. Reality. I know. She was so cute. So I get very nostalgic around the kids' birthdays. I, and know. I look at old pictures well, I had, and I show them to them and they're like, oh my God, mom. Yeah. Earlier today I had uh, my phone out and I pulled up all the 2017 pictures the, that February and of her just, and it's amazing how time flies. I'm like, oh, here we are. So cute. Six years later. Even the nurses were like, oh. <gasps> Well, she's she, so beautiful, and I was like, "Hey, you, hey, y'all, you think I could get a <laughs> get a little I know. peek?" I immediately because the doctor didn't even make it back. The reason she looked so good now, every, every parent's gonna say this, but Clara's head never got that cone shape because she was born so fast. She was born in a hot minute, and the doctor didn't even make it. The your doctor did not even make it back. It was the nurse and myself. I feel like I should tell the story as long as we're. T- talking about it it was literally a great story. It, that's literally what we'll have to tell that we'll get to it we'll get to it sometime this week but literally it happened so fast that it was me and the nurse and that, that was, was it. it and then and a misplaced epidural right and then i 
that I was wandering around the delivery room and I was, because all the other nurses started to come in and I was showing everybody the baby and you hadn't even held her yet. Can I please see her? They're like, she's beautiful. It was. Love yeah. So she never had that weird shaped head. She just was, I was like, wow, there it is. And she just came right out. I'm like, that's, in, that's incredible. As she says, and then I just popped out. And then there, there she was. <laughs> all right. Have yourself a fantastic day. We'll be back again tomorrow morning with another episode.